0: your big book your pen your highlighter and notepad and get ready to hear and apply some of the solution from the big book of alcoholics anonymous through the experience strength and hope of nikki m to have a question addressed in a future episode of noodle it out with nikki please send an email to noodle at gmail.com and nikki is spelled with two k's to get a more interactive experience with nikki as she noodles out life and recovery questions using the big book of alcoholics anonymous you can get a link to her weekly Noodle It Out with Nikki meeting held live on Zoom every Monday morning at nine o'clock Eastern time. The information to that meeting is in the show notes of this podcast. God morning, good afternoon, and God evening to all. My name is Justin Bean. I am a son of an all-powerful and all-loving God and qualifying Qualifying addict of multiple fellowships, living in the miracle of recovery, and I am here with the intelligent agent, spearhead of God's ever advancing creation, and my fired up co-host, Nikki M. Nikki, please take a minute and talk to us about uh, what's going on today and and how you're doing.
1: Well, thank you, Justin. It's just such a great service you do here. I'm Nikki M. and I'm a grateful member of so many fellowships. I but we only need one, and that's basically the the original book and room, which is. Ah, uh, the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, where anyone's suffering the disease of alcoholism, um, which is pretty much the whole world, <laughs> as as I, as I see it right now. Especially, we're in twenty twenty three of November. If anyone's listening, and I'm just I'm just swimming in in, in gratitude because I'm responsible. What does that mean? I have a tooth appointment to get my teeth cleaned. After it's like my I have a sponsor or had a he's my service sponsor still. And He said, "You know, a good addict is becoming recovered when they have clean teeth. They go back to school." And there was one other thing I'll have to ask him, Cameron F, who was on here. He always lists those three things. But so my teeth are going to look real sparkling. It's a great day to be alive.
0: Love it, yeah. When our our teeth start when we start getting our teeth done, that's uh, that's a good sign that uh, we're probably putting things in a good priority order thank you so much for sharing that nikki i'm happy to sit down with you this morning and as everybody who's listened to this before knows uh, you know this is one of the recovery resources that the rico 12 family of recovery resources here with noodle it out with nikki and i'm really excited and grateful to be able to sit down and talk with nikki you know once a week and just have these types of conversations and get them out there in the world so that we can find the solution to everyday problems not just in recovery, but in life. In the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, there's so much wisdom in there. And we really um, subscribe to the idea that rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. And yes, as we read from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, some people will think, well, if I'm not an alcoholic, I guess this doesn't apply to me. Or if I'm not even an addict in a 12-step program, this doesn't apply to me. I have found that the solution is in the book and, and can be applied in so many areas of life. So, and before we jump into today's question, just one more plug Rico 12 is a self supporting service, and we appreciate donations to help us continue to share this message of hope with as many people as can hear it and have the opportunity to hopefully take action. So, if you are willing to donate, please go to www.rico12.com forward slash support. And we can do that. And if you have a question for Noodle it, for Nikki for a future Noodle It Out, please consider sending an email to noodle with Nikki at gmail.com. Nikki's with two Ks. Let's, let's get into this, Nikki. Um, I'm going to bring a question to you that just happened to me yesterday in my everyday life. I was talking to somebody who, as far as I know, is not an addict and alcoholic and is definitely is not in a 12-step program. But here's this question that was brought to me. He said, Justin, life is too much right now. I feel incapable of doing everything in my life. My plate is just too full. I can't sleep at night. I am obsessing with my shortcomings and how to make things work. How can I find sleep, peace and sleep again? Nikki, what are your thoughts? What does the book say?
1: Wow, I drift in. My thoughts, you just asked me, instantly was in the depth of my addiction, I didn't sleep, Justin. Like that is... I can tell everybody right now, I never knew how important sleep is. And and that's a huge like we talk about, you know, food, sleep, eat, like these things, and we're just we've become a society. And these are all my personal opinions. So if you don't like it, get a sponsor or just 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 shut down the podcast. <laughs> we all have that ability. But long story short, I didn't sleep in many years in my addiction. I mean sleepless crying out of my mind wanting to die nights. And I sleep like a baby now. So what I heard you say is that this person is not an in-program. And so I love page 90. I mean, we just recently discovered that. And I've been in this book a long time. The real idea of this page 90 from our friend, David G., who we do the roundtable with, get an idea of his behavior. And he told you his problems. He told you his background. You know, you said, this is a friend of mine. It, maybe it's not in program, but maybe he's in your uh, neighborhood, your community. He may be, you know, if you, um, you know, I know sometimes you, you belong to certain organizations, Justin, maybe he's in that community with you. If you're out there listening, maybe, you know, maybe he's in your mosque with you or something like that. Get, get the, the, the seriousness of his condition and his religious or non-religious leanings. Okay. So now you're, cause that's page 18. You're armed with the facts. And it says, you need this information about your friend because you're in the car driving with him. It may be your child. It may be, you know, a stranger. Sometimes it's my Uber driver. You know, I get real deep sometimes. I live in downtown Toronto and if I, rarely I use my bicycle. But if I get in an Uber, I'm starting to talk about it. I'm interested in people now. So <clears throat> it says, I need this information so I can put myself in this person's place to see how I would like to be approached if the tables were turned. So now I'm armed with these facts about my friend who says he can't sleep, life is ending, it's awful, blah, 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 blah. You know, I, I just don't know what to do, Justin. And he, this person knows nothing about the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Well, remember on page 83, it says we stand tall as God's people. It says we don't crawl before anyone. And so we stand tall and we say, you know what? I've had that same problem too. And you share what we like to call our experience, strength, and hope. Because on page, oh, there's that frog again in my throat. It's always afternoon. I've been talking for two hours now. (laughs) Excuse me, everybody. Excuse, Excuse me while I clear my throat. Page 29, it says each individual in their personal stories describes in their own language, from their own point of view, the way she, he established their relationship with God. So you're now in the car with this person. You've got page 90. You've got an idea of what is happening to them. And now you're going to, because you're standing tall as God's people and you have a solution, because remember we attraction, not promotion. Obviously you're attracting something in the car with this person that, you know, he feels open enough to talk to you or she, you can say, this is, this is what I did to get in a relationship with god what does that mean so i don't have sleepless nights so i have perfect peace and ease alone so all my fears have fallen from me friend in the car and so you because you, you, that's what it tells us to do we are to tell somebody from our own point of view right how we establish a relationship and you know if you roll further even back it says on page 18 see page 18 says we're the x problem thinkers we're the x problem children of god who have found a solution because we're properly armed with the facts about ourselves. And so this is a fact, everyone listening, we can generally win the entire confidence of another alcoholic. How about another child of God in a few hours? I can do it in a few minutes because I know about me. And now I know about you in the car and I know what you need. I know I'm not going to start thumping crazy talk, whatever that may be. Like If, you're, if your audience is is, is, is a room filled with Muslims, I'm not going to get crazy about a radical Jew named Jesus. I'm just going to talk in a general way. If someone has no religious leanings, I'm going to talk about a power, just a power. I'm going to talk about a principle, which is like, I've been lazy in my life. But Nikki, I've been to your house. Your bed's always made. Your house is clean. I mean, yeah, I'm, it's pretty clean up in here. And But I'm really lazy with my emotions, I'm really lazy with how I feel, how I want you to make me feel. So I share my experience the home. And then what it does, it says right here, because this is what we do. See, I'm the person, the man, but I'm a woman, capital W-O-M-A-N. I'm a woman (laughs) who I, and I'm making the approach. My friend's talking to me so I can make the approach because I've had the same difficulty. I didn't sleep either. I was overwhelmed with life, you know? And then I say, I say, I, I have a real answer and I don't get holier than thou, but Nikki, that's for how to sponsor. Um, no, my friends, that's for how to live life. This is a life instruction book, isn't it? It says it's a basic text. And then I, I, I don't think it says it's for everyone and everyone who's just eating and breathing in the world. Cause it says right here, you know, we have a sincere desire to be helpful. It doesn't say only to an alcoholic. It says, we just have a sincere desire to be helpful. There's no fees to pay, no access to grind. We're sharing how we got a relationship with God. We don't give lectures. See, these are the conditions we have found most effective. What conditions? Making the approach or even, you know, getting armed with the facts about our friends and ourselves. No attitude of holier than thou, just a sincere desire. No care bearing, no micromanaging, you know? And then... It says, after this approach, many take up their beds and walk. And I know, Justin, because we just, you know, we just have, or had our good morning before we hit record. And I said, what did you do, Justin? What was your approach? And you said, Nikki, I did this. Could you could you tell us what you did? Because I liked your solution too. Because I, I would also add that in the pages and what, what I talked about with this, with anyone and everyone.
0: Yeah, thank you, Nikki. And I really appreciate that. And I love how you took us to pages 18 and 19. Those couple of paragraphs there. Um, really uh, speak a lot to me. But what I did is initially I took him to, um, I, I asked him a couple of questions. And like you said, I got to know a little bit more about the background of where he was coming from. And I talked about um, pausing when agitated. As I go throughout the day, when agitated or doubtful, I pause. And that's on page 87, I think it is. 87. And, uh, and I actually had my digital copy of my big book and, and I was scrolling to it and I found it and, and was able to read that. And we talked a little bit about, you know, uh, in the, in pages 62 through 65 area, I, the director story, you know, where I can't, I need to allow God to be my director. And I talked some experience in my life of when I have felt overwhelmed and paused and take, taken time that I didn't think I had to pause and give that time to my higher power, to God, and how uh, my day seemed to work out and I could sleep at night and I could get the things done that I thought I had zero capacity to do, that God did for me that which I could not do for myself. And I took him to these things and we talked about it and I shared some resources and some thoughts and and got on the same page with him. And it was really a cool experience.
1: Was he receptive to that, Justin? Was he open-minded to the see there it is too is the person you're speaking to open-minded willing and honest because that's with anybody so how did he respond to that
0: yeah when I initially said hey I'm gonna I'm gonna open up a a a book here to some pages that you may not be familiar with at all the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous and he he was driving and he looked at me like really you're gonna open up the big book Alcoholics Anonymous to me to me here and I was like yeah and and I said, but there's some real wisdom in here that I think might be helpful. And I and I shared that. And and as we had continued this conversation, and I eventually tied it to a scripture that both of us uh, pertain to, as we are in the same church community, and and said, hey, this is backed up by what your core beliefs are in this scripture, and talked about these things about a radical Jew named Jesus who who taught these these concepts of one day at a time, of of pausing, of relaxing, of of taking it easy, of giving the burden to God. And uh, and after we after I shared these things, he was like, Man, I just feel so much more at ease and peace. And that and was a really cool experience for me.
1: Well, those experiences are shared all throughout history, which is like I was listening in Monday mornings before I get into Noodle, I have to, you know, get with God. I have to follow the instructions of my book. Really, I can't transmit what I don't have. And, excuse me, again, there's the story of Abraham. And I was listening to how, like, Abraham had to be patient. That's what it was. It was like, and then they talked about how Abraham and the wife started scheming, you know, getting their own plans and designs. And then, you know, Hagar came and made a baby. I mean, if you don't know that story, just go ask about it, you know, and 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 look in it. You can even get a little video on YouTube. And it's really like when God speaks, God speaks. So you, I see, I'm armed with more facts. This guy does have a belief in God. And when anybody has a belief in God anywhere, any God, it's just like, you don't really love God. Now on Noodle this morning, someone said, Nikki, I've never been offended so much by you. And it's like, I, I know I love you enough to tell you the truth. And the reality is, um, Mrs. Mr. You know, Christian with your good Christian attitude. And uh, do you really believe you're God? Because we don't just go to church on, to synagogue on, to the mosque on, to the temple on, to the to the yoga mat on. We do this every day. See, every it says very clearly, I think it's page 85. Every day is a day that you must carry the vision of God's will. And anybody, so what does that mean? Because I can parent this way, son. Every day you have to be responsible. You don't get a day off. Oh, it's the weekend, so you can just lay around like. I'm sorry, sir, you're 19. That means you're a man in this country. Some of my friends in Israel have to go to the army at 17. So no, sir, you don't get a day off. But if you want a day off, let me know how that works out for you because I'm here happy, joyous, and free. See, that's the other thing is it is attraction, not promotion. So we just share what our life is like today. And Justin, you said it, you told your friend, I used to have sleepless nights, but I don't do that anymore. I used to worry but I don't do that anymore. Cause it's not about, Oh, I used to eat this. I used to act out in this way. I used to drink this, smoke this, um, say it, this is really deep. It's like, I used to worry and I don't, I used to be in fear. Cause everyone knows what that's like. And I'm not in fear anymore. Well, Nikki, how do how you not in fear? Well, I, I did this process and, and anyone can do it really. And you can take anyone through this. I've done a four-step, Justin, with my son. It was, oh God, it was years ago. He's mad at his teacher. And I just had him draw, you know, the tic-tac-toe column charts. You know how we do it? Just little, little charts here, column one, column two. Teacher, column one. You're mad at your teacher. Well, column two, what did he do? Well, he told you that I did fail the class. Like, you know, he was in ninth grade or something. And I went down the line, point form. Why are you angry? Call three. Well, son, this affects your self-esteem and affects your relationships because your mother is pissed. I mean, I just went down. And then column four, how did you show up? It says, where are you to blame, son? Let's see, you didn't do your homework. That's your only damn job. You know, and I just went down. So you could even do that with your friend right on the spot, like pull over the side of the road. Let's just draw this out. Like, where are you at fault, sir? You just told me you're a Christian and you're worried. Make it make sense. You just told me that you know the Torah and you're a rabbi, but you're still acting out in weird ways. Make it make sense. Seriously, just you sometimes have to shake even religious people awake. Or how about the spiritual yoginis out there? And and I'm so Nikki, And then it's like, oh, really? But you're worrying. You're in fear. See, we can go deep. This is really black and white. There is no gray. Page 53. God is everything or God is nothing. Can you choose? And now you're in the friend with your Christian friend or you're you're in the car with your Christian friend. And it's like, really, come on, let's get radical here, dude. You got to choose. <laughs> it's like, Jesus is everything. Hey, hey, you got to choose. It's God is everything. That Torah that you read every day, that Quran, that, you know, and now to our friends who are in program, Let's go deep here. Forget the guy that's not in program. Your big book says this. So are you gonna believe it or not? Like this is radical. Like it says right here in our book, Sponsey, fellow in my 12-step room. God is everything. Did you step three? Take a sincere position. Well, I'm just new. Okay, well, then you're gonna do that soon. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But you've been here for a while, friends. God is everything. See, I want to go here because you're going to say, Nikki, do you have any final thoughts or thoughts? I want to go to where I seek religious people. And this weekend, my pastor went in deep. And he says, if you're offering a gift to the altar of, if, hey, if 12-step rooms, if you're standing at the podium, if you're sharing in a meeting and saying, I'm a recovered addict or I'm in this program and I have God, but you remember that you have something with your brother or sister Everyone wants to call me during noodle if you're hearing a beep. Everyone wants to call me at this time. And you remember that you have something with your brother or sister or neighbor or anybody or your prime minister, Nikki, you have something against them or you, you better leave what you're doing right there and go make things right. It says, go first and reconcile with them and then come back and offer offer your gift. That's Matthew. If anyone wants to look for a quote, that's Matthew 5, verse 23 to 24. It's like, how can I sit here in the room and say, I love God, but yet I'm mad at my neighbor. I'm mad at my, you guys have heard me over the years. If you're here with me, Justin Trudeau, but I, but God is everything, Justin. I hate my prime minister, but God is everything. And I'm mad at my dead parents, but God is everything. And I have an issue with anyone. Make it make sense. You see like, this is real radical.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. And, and, and I'm grateful, Nikki, that you haven't let uh, a commonality between me and your prime minister as a first name to come between us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we are not a glum lot, my friend. And, you know, see, here's the irony. I have to say your name so many times and multiple times a week. You and I are real close right now doing a lot of work. And so I have to deal every day with or I'm thinking of or you and are emailing or texting within the week a few times, Justin. You see how God works? There's no there's no mistakes in God's world. I'm meant to be here with you, cheerfully capitalizing on it as an opportunity to love all Justins. Because if I can love Justin B, I can certainly love Justin T. Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, that's funny. Thank you so much, Nikki. Oh, powerful stuff. And you know, Nikki, I just I love how you brought um so many things together in this concept in this in this question today which came from somebody who is not in the rooms of recovery but we apply it to anyone anything anywhere in our lives if i claim to believe something why am i not acting in that something why am i not showing it with my feet or my hands or my mouth just with my mouth and do it and i love the what your pastor brought in from from the sermon on the mount for matthew five if if I'm here trying to serve and I recognize holy cow I am a mess in this area I've got a resentment there I've done a harm there I've got a fear there I need to go take care of that and God is everything or God is nothing um one more thing that I want to go to on this Nikki um that that you mentioned and and you know this one we've talked a lot about religion religious people whatever they are and in in the chapter we we agnostics on page 44, something that really opened my eyes once was this this paragraph that or the sentence that says, To one who feels he is an atheist or agnostics, as agnostic, this experience seems to be impossible. Now, what I've done is I've put a little carrot there, a little line out. To one who feels he is an atheist or agnostic or a religionist that thinks he has all the answers about things because he's a religionist, such an experience seems impossible. This change of of heart, that uh, having a, a new spiritual experience, because I was that person who thought, I've got this, I, I know who God is. I don't need it. this chapter, we agnostics, that doesn't apply to me, I'm not an agnostic, but my own vision of who God is, was, would be, whatever, blocked me from having a spiritual experience that would conquer the problems that I had. So uh, any, any other thoughts on that before we wrap this up, Nikki?
1: Yeah. Great place to end here on page 44, Justin, everyone, page 44 in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, what Justin talked about, about it seems impossible. And then I'm going to ask my desperate friend driving in the car who has whatever is really religious affiliation. I'm going to ask my 12 step rooms. I'm going to ask the stranger, who's coming at me and saying, I can't live like this anymore, Nikki, and I know nothing. I'm going to say, well, to be doomed to a life. Cause it says to an alcoholic death, but let's just go to be doomed to a life. Think about it. Do you really think that we come here to live this kind of life? Like to be miserable, to not sleep. Like, again, like look, look at your dog, your cat, they're lying around having a good life. Is that not for us too? It's real radical. It says to be doomed to that kind of thinking and living an alcoholic death or just a miserable existence or to live on a spiritual basis are not always easy alternatives to face. Basically, to live like this or to be a servant of God, it's not always easy because both alternatives look the same. They both seem so hard, so impossible, so out of reach. How can I live like that? But then how can I live this like spiritual life you're talking about, Nikki, and never be angry? Well, it says right here further down, after a while, we're going to have to face the fact that we must find a spiritual basis of life or else what? Or else be the walking dead and then go deeper with the person maybe in or out of the rooms. Do you know somebody who's killed themselves or died of an addiction or affliction or you know, oh, they had a heart attack at 47 because they're so stressed out and weigh so much weights. They they never made it into the room. They were just sitting there blotting out the consciousness of their existence at home alone, not knowing up from down. This is not, this is not easy. We have to, or else. So this is about a spiritual life and I'll just roll it back here. Page 28 says, those of us having ref- a religious affiliation. So invite your friend in. We'll find nothing disturbing to your beliefs or ceremonies. There's no friction among us over such matters. Meaning, back to page 46 real quick. I'm sorry, I'm doing the big book dance on the way out the door. I always go with an exit song. Um, Here it is. It says right here. (laughs) To us, page 46, the realm of the spirit is broad, roomy, all-inclusive never exclusive or forbidding to those who earnestly seek it. It is open, we believe, to all men, women, they, them's, spiritual creatures, earth angels. We don't care. We want you here. We love you.
0: Thank you so much, Nikki. Everybody, I'm going to reread that last sentence she did. To us, the realm of spirit is broad. Roomy, all inclusive, never exclusive, or forbidding to those who earnestly seek. It is open, we believe, to all. Come join us in this room, in this realm, in this walking this road of the Spirit. It's a beautiful thing. Work it. You are worth it.